Hello, and welcome back to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. We are a highly edited premium audio podcast. You can think of our sessions being like a good whiskey, distilled down for maximum smoothness, but keeping that smoky, at-the-table flavour. My name is Andrew, and I will be the warden. And joining me once again, listed in order of emotional sensitivity, is Josh, Doug, and John. How are we all doing this evening? <laughs> well, apparently, I can't, I can't fucking tell. <laughs> I feel like I missed something. Why is everyone else laughing? Josh, thoughts? I don't have any. It's empty in there. <laughs> this is the, uh, the much excited... This, oh, oh God. <laughs> I said professional. This is the much anticipated... This is where it all began. This is where we started Mothership. I mean, it's not where the podcast began, but it's definitely where the Mothership portion I've, of pod, uh, the podcast began. I've got began. all this, boys. I just need your names and a little bit of your voice. Introduce yourselves. I'm John. I like playing Mothership. I couldn't think of what to say, so I'm going to quote Van Halen. That's um, Doug. I've got a bad. I've got a bad. I've got a bad. I'm hot for teacher. What's your name? I'm Doug. And lastly, Josh. Yep, that's my name. Correct. Good job. Thank you, Andrew. Like you were saying... Almost one year ago, I decided to interrupt our Dungeons and Dragons campaign with a one-shot of a little system called the Mothership Sci-Fi Horror RPG. The Mothership Sci-Fi Horror Mothership. RPG. Written and illustrated by Sean McCoy and published by Tuesday Night Games, the Mothership RPG enticed me with its freely available rule set because I am cheap and stripped-back mechanics. More importantly, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It's, it's really fun. It's so great. I picked up the iconic pamphlet adventure, The Haunting of Ypsilon 14, and ran it at the table. Little did we know it would be a huge hit, not only for us, the players, but also for you, the audience. So much of a hit, in fact, that we went on to do a whole colour anthology of one-shots. We did Green Tomb. Rain in Blood, and finally Moonbase Blues. We then went on to play Year of the Rat, and of course the mystical science fantasy setting for Mothership that is Cloud Empress. The Mothership system left such an impression on me and the table that we plan to continue as a dedicated Mothership podcast for the foreseeable future. But I want to play more D&D. I want to play more D&D. We can still play D and D. Shut up, man! <laughs> Fuck you! We Shut just up, might pussy. not record it. Anyway, let's keep going. Today we will be returning to Ypsilon fourteen to give it the finale it deserves. We would all like to give a special thank you to our Patreon supporters: Nubus, Chris, Tom, Gwilgi, Dungeon Maestro, Watt, Stam the Man, Bearded Tit, Heart Beats, and Samantha for making this all possible. Doug, what got you? Oh, bearded tit always gets me. <laughs> now, I don't know if you know this, but much like how Arya Stark, on her journey across Westeros, Andrew lays awake at night chanting those names, but mm. it's not because he dreams of murdering you. It's actually because he's so grateful. Mm. That's really harsh. It's like a threat. It's more like, goodbye, sun. Yes. Good night, moon. Goodbye, bearded tit. Goodbye, bearded tit. <laughs> Goodbye, bearded, bearded tit. tit. Good night, Nubus. Nubus. All right, let's go. In addition to this episode, we are giving away prizes. Yeah. Holy moly. Whoa. Hey. We, have, 
We have a t-shirt along with two physical copies and five digital copies of the pamphlet adventure The Haunting of Ypsilon 14. So you can play along and have your own adventures. Yes. We'd like to thank Sean McCoy and Tuesday Night Games for their generous support and for supplying the prizes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Stay tuned till the end of the show to find out how to win. Yes, we're doing that to you. You have to find out at the end. Anyway, we are almost ready to begin. But first, in their own words, let's introduce the characters. John, who are you playing? I am Android, designated MKBH. I go by Murkaba. Everyone else calls me MK. I am an android, trying to find faith. It was the last wish of my previous mentor. I have currently in my possession a vac suit, a revolver pistol, and a satchel. Inside, I carry Panic, Harbinger of Disaster, which was a guidebook kept by my previous owner. I don't panic that much, so I guess it works. And Douglas, who are you playing? Well, I'm playing Jeremiah Dutch. Uh, or Duck, as everyone likes to call him. Uh, I am the captain of the Silver Bliss, a handy little cargo ship. Currently floating just a few kilometers off the space station to avoid it getting infected by the nasties. I'm a teamster. I specialized in piloting. I've got a revolver with like two shots left. Uh, nail gun with a couple of shots, about 30, 35, 32. Yeah. Uh, a backpack, rope. I think I've got the spray bottle. And uh, my patch is the little NASA symbol and a deck of casino playing cards. Yeah, that's about it. And lastly, we have Oakley Brandish. I'm a Marine. I'm wearing fatigues. I got a pinup of a succubus named Junebug. I also carry dog tags from someone that I used to know back in my more active days. At the moment, I'm armed with a frag grenade and a revolver. And I dare anyone to try and take those away from me. I dare you. That it? Uh, was that not good enough for you? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> well, I know the audience is dying to know what the secret agendas were that I handed out at the start of the episode also, of the original. It's worth noting that Ukti is completely biologically compromised. My secret agenda is to get infected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to tell the audience now what your secret agenda was, Merkaba? You have recently joined the company. You are adamant on keeping your record clean. This is your first job of many on your journey of promotions. And do you think you embraced that agenda wholeheartedly? No. No. I was reluctant. I wanted to play an android against type, so I tried to make one with a soul. Yeah. So I gave these agendas as a sort of a guide that you didn't have to follow, or you did. It's up to you. It just created a little bit of mystery between the players as, we, as you toyed with the idea I was, of self-destructing yeah. the base. I was very fond of just looking at the self-destruct button that I'd hacked into and then looking down at my piece of paper and watching you guys squirm. <laughs> and Ukti Brandish, what was your agenda? You're working for the company. The routine cargo pickup is the cover. Chief Engineer Michael and Dr. Ethan Giovanni are your contacts. You are to liaise with them and organise the safe handover of a biological sample, which is right fucked. 
because yes. none of this is safe. <laughs> no, it was not safe. So that's why Ukti Brandish had a headache and wanted to see the doctor as soon as he arrived. To see Ethan, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And lastly, we have Jeremiah Dutch. What is your agenda? Well, Dutch here, he's in it for the money and nothing else. As soon as the cargo was loaded, he wanted to get off this damn rock and take some much-needed shore leave. Very much-needed. Well, there you have it, everyone. That was their secret agenda. And I believe, in character, none of them know this agenda. So we'll see what happens and how it develops as we start the episode. John, are you ready? I'm ready. Josh, are you ready? He nods. And Doug, are you ready? I'm ready. Got him. Oh, sorry, Doug. That was so goddamn rude. It says here in my panic book, you should avoid interrupting people. It might cause panic. I believe we are ready. Let us begin The Haunting of Ypsilon, Part 3. The Return to Ypsilon 14. Greetings. I am the onboard computer of the ACDC, Silver Bliss, previously on The Haunting of Ypsilon 14. After requesting all crew to return to the main workspace, it was discovered that a second crew member had disappeared. Mining, engineer, Rosa. Team leader, Sonia, ordered her crew to search all rooms within the base. Teamster Jeremiah, Dutch, and Marine, Ukti Brandish, sought out a cassette player for the previously discovered yellow audio cassette. The cassette contained an audio recording of missing engineer Michael Knight in distress and suggesting they plan to go back into the mine. During this time, the android Merkaba had returned to the ventilation system he encountered an electromagnetic disturbance within the vents and made a quick exit into the washrooms. Building on the suspicion of a hostile entity aboard the Ypsilon base and acting on previously acquired information, the crew of the Silver Bliss, with the help of Sonia, ordered everyone into the showers. Suddenly, Loda, Kenji, Kantaro escaped towards docking bay 2. A combat ensued, and Kenji was neutralized, but not before vomiting a yellow substance over Marine Ukti Brandish. Fearing the infection would spread, the crew of the Silver Bliss sought out geologist Dr. Ethan Giovanni for answers. The crew of the Silver Bliss entered the Heracles to find Dr. Giovanni within the science lab. Upon confronting the doctor, they discovered he was infected with the yellow substance. Vomiting and weeping yellow goo, Dr. Giovanni attacked and was ultimately 
neutralized by a nail gun shot from Captain Jeremiah Dutch. Seeking answers, Merkaba played back the doctor's audio cassette. They learned a biological sample of yellow goo-like substance was found within the mine. Initial analysis proved promising. However, the substance was found to be infectious, with exposure causing massive DNA degeneration. The audio ended with an ominous warning not to come into direct contact with the substance. As the recording ends, Merkaba and Captain Dutch slowly turned towards Ukti Brandish. Nobody Wake the Bugbear presents The Haunting of Ypsilon 14, Part 3, The Return to Ypsilon 14. Here we go. Brandish, Merkaba, Dutch. As you look at each other, roll a panic save. I rolled an 11. Luckily, my current stress is 10. Oh, you pass. Ah, God, a 19. Well, I'm assuming your stress is not 19. No. So you pass. Yes. And lastly, Ukti Brandish. I got a 6. And your stress is... 5. So we're all... You all pass. Quite calm about this. However, your stress increases automatically. Please, everyone, add an extra stress as this situation is not looking good. What do you do now? Well, I'm going to step back from him, and, uh... What are you stepping back for, Tinhead? Captain, what is our course of action? Uh... Hey, film. Ookty. Me? Fine for now, but... There's got to be something to kill this shit. You see the body of Dr. Ethan just laying down in front of you. The goggles are still on his head and he is weeping the yellow goo. I'm going to pull out my my little power cord. I'm going to make a little sort of makeshift necklace with a spray bottle. Okay. And I'm going to hand it back to Brandy and I'm going to say, look, man, just tie us around your neck and the minute you start not liking it, let us know. Uh, Matter of fact, as soon as that water sloshing around in the bottle brandish you focus in on it and it raises fear within you and as dutch is suggesting to give this bottle to you around your neck please roll a fear save oops yeah oops (laughs) as the thought of water at this moment just is what did you get over your score 96 over anything (laughs) yeah that's an automatic fail please gain a stress what do you, how do you act as the water comes towards you? Get that fucking thing away from me. Well, that might be a little bit of an issue. Um, This is not right. Whatever has happened, it has already begun inside him. Yeah, I knew this. Brandish, you look down. Through your vac suit, you've got damage from the scalpel. That's pierced your suit. And you feel your skin, where the wound is, is itching. Um... Peel back the layer a little bit and have a look. Yeah, you would have to reach in and separate the little cut. Yeah, I'm just... And you see this rather nasty gash from the scalpel. However, 
if you stare at it long enough, you can see it slowly closing. Hmm. Are there any notes? I brought this up. There's got to be something around here. Well, we found that tape. You found the tape, and spread out across this work desk is just notes as well, and even a computer terminal. Well, come on, help me look. Right. MK, I'm looking. I'll help you look. Sure. You begin looking around. Is anyone going to check or do anything with the body? I ain't touching it. If this man was acting in accordance with company orders, it was kept secret from the base. Mm. Sure, you could say that. From the message he left. You could also say that perhaps he is in acting on behalf of the company and they know exactly what's going on. Well, if they know what's going on, why didn't they tell us? Uh, sure, you could say that too. Uh, or you could say maybe one of us was sent to collect samples. Maybe me. Well, there was meant to be a safely contained sample from the doctor, and I was meant to collect it. Are you trying to tell me you knew this shit was on this station? You were I didn't killing. know this shit was on the station. I just knew there was a biological sample, dickhead. You were given a secret mission. What kind of fucking biological samples on an asteroid? They must have known it was dangerous, otherwise they would not have kept it a secret. There is something else as well. Someone could have had a nasty corn, I don't know. From what we have seen of this material, what it does to human bodies is very clear. But Michael Knight and Rosa were not dissolved. They have vanished. Whatever I encountered in the air vent is something else. I thought that was the cat. Everyone roll a fear save again, please. Uh, at no, disadvantage, please. No, at disadvantage, because uh, Merkaba no, is. I it. quite literally thought that was the cat. Don't we know? No, no, no. I encountered something like Electromagnet. Yeah, but now. Oh, Electromagnet. Now Merkaba is also reinforcing these. Uh, oh, there we go. That's that there's something else. That's my fear. Those were two excellent rolls. Really? Yep. Well, let's go around the table. Merkaba. One. One. Your number one. You mm -hmm. do not get stressed. Ukti. I rolled a four and a nine. Wow. And lastly, Dutch. I got me one of them 23s, so I pay us. Wow. You all steal yourself. You're just angry. The anger is cutting through this stress. Yeah. How did you not do the fucking English on this, man? Like, we're sent to some obsolete asshole in the middle of butt-fuck-nowhere space to collect a biological sample? Yeah, you know how big space is and how much biology is out there that we've already discovered? It could have been anything, man. There's, there's no way to know good or bad. No offense, but it seems like we have a sample now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Look, either of that, I'm sure the doctor still has the sample around here somewhere. Yeah, you put it on the Petri dish and you tried to light it on fire with a Bunsen burner. Wait. Wait. <laughs> to try to the thing it. Just... <laughs> So you do have a sample. It's a bit burnt, though, but you, you've got lots of yellow goo coming out of Dr. Ethan. Right. As I was saying, a uh, mysterious voice that no seems to be narrating my every thought and move. Uh, God damn it. Where was I? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. However, we have an opportunity. The doctor still has a, a sample of sorts on him. All over him, actually, and 
If there's a way to kill this thing from the body, it's probably just as, if not more valuable than the sample itself if we figure that shit out. <sighs> anyway, uh, if we can keep going on those notes and I have an idea, but I know I'm not going to like it. So piecing together the cassette and the disappearance of worker 7709 being Michael Knight, you have confirmed the possible negative reaction to water, although you don't know what it actually doesn't like about water, but you know there is some sort of creature. There is some sort of cocoon that it came out of. They found in the mine a few days ago. And the DNA degradation is like accelerated healing at first, but it's replacing the cells with its own cells. Although it looks like it's healing, it's actually turning into something else, rewriting the code. Well, we, need to, we need to figure out what the hell our next plan is. We, we're, we're going through the notes, damn it. Oh, yeah. We have the sample. We could just leave. That's what I'm thinking. We got as much of the cargo as we can get. We've got the sample that they need. Why is everyone ignoring this? Are we going to go through the notes or not? I, I was assuming we were going through them while we're talking. Oh, well, uh, no, it's Andrew's not saying anything. Uh, yeah. No, I've, I've told you the notes. That's what that's, you gather oh, that's from all the things. notes. That's all oh, the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, uh, you're not scientists, so no. there's a lot of technical jargon to do with like medical properties and things yeah. like that, polymer. Because he was looking yeah. into how to control it, right? It doesn't look like in the short time you have, there's any cure or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, you haven't found anything that jumps out at you. If there was a cure, you would think Dr. Ethan would have already tried it. You know what I mean? Sure. But he documented getting infected. He didn't feel well, and a few hours went by. And the last recorded note was about 14 hours into infection of first coming in contact physically. Well, um... Weird as it sounds, I think I might be the most ideal person for now to uh, fuck around with this goo. Well, I can't get more infected than infected. Well, I, I got a, an idea that you're not going to like. Well, I also have an idea I think I'm not going to like. But I think the it might be worth testing to see if it's just aquaphobic or whether the water actually damages it. Yeah, that that was pretty clear. Because if that's the case, we can just sort of force you in a sort of mildly drown you, essentially. Uh, right. Well, here's what I was thinking. Since uh, we're going down this route first, first of all, um, we could have a look under that dish there. What happens if you just leave it in water? Does it do anything weird when you look at it? And change color, disintegrate anything, and uh, if we can't find anything there, I would request that we find some sort of anesthetic to put me under before uh, before he gets covered in milk. Before drowning me, really. I'm pretty sure we got a, a cryopod. I mean, if you think about it, right? Well, what, I, what's cryo? It, it's just ice. Ice is just... Cryo no, it's, it's a not... chemical reaction. It's not going to work. Well... Cryostasis is designed to stop human physiognomy. It slows down. We have no idea what effect it would have yeah. on this. It doesn't just freeze you. It's it's called cryo, but it, it's really a 
a metabolic sort of effect, slowing down the body systems, taking over the nutrients and things like that. I'm going to so, oh yeah, John? I'm going to get a cup of water. Okay. So, what I'm trying to say is, let's just have a look and see what changes uh, without making me roll some fear saves yeah. uh, straight off the bat, and let's see what happens when we put it in some water and just generally look at it. And then rather than just covering me in water, I would say if we can drown Brandish while he's knocked out or under anesthetic or whatever, if one of you two has enough knowledge on how to resuscitate a drowned person, there must be some equipment around here, a defibrillator or something. Well, I've got there is intellect 59, but no medical. And you also know there's a medical bay within the workspace. Hmm does have a defibrillator. So I'm thinking we not just dunk Brandish, but... Drown him. That's what Drown him dead. Wow, so you're thinking of... That's what I was... I was on the similar you're thought. You're thinking of getting the cryopod, knocking him out with anaesthetic, filling it up, drowning him... Mm-hmm. And resuscitating him. It's and a, just trying to soak him in this water. Wow. It's a gamble. Mm-hmm. It is a gamble. A baptism. <sighs> Ooh... But I want to look at what happens to this shit under the microscope first. So I'm assuming Brandish and Merkaba. Oh, Brandish, I'm assuming you're going to check Dr. Ethan. You do have your gloves on from yeah, your yeah, back suit. Yeah, that's fine. But I, I would say let me fucking touch that shit. Yeah. Um, so you go to Dr. Ethan to try investigate? Yeah, and I'll make sure I got a helmet or something cover my face. Sure. I don't want that shit splashing all over me. It's gross. You all switch to your helmets, put it down, and you switch to short-range comms. I'm going to hunt for a uh, like a cryopod that's still intact but not operational. I'm going to find oh. a sink. Yeah. There's a washroom. Yeah, the broken, the there's the broken sink. There's the broken washroom, the broken sink. There is the toilet, which does have clean water. <laughs> I'll go to the toilet. You go to the toilet. I'm going to isolate comms and just talk to you for a second. Yep. Oh, I'm going to say... I'm not sure I'm comfortable returning on the ship with him. If worse comes to worse, we may have to leave him behind. I'm not pitching to disagree, but at the same time, we're going to need to bring something back or not go back at all. Well, we are not under contract to retrieve the sample. No, but we're under contract to bring something, and we haven't brought it. Uh, it was just cargo, and we, we've got the cargo. No, they didn't the finish ship. loading they it. Didn't we finish didn't finish lo- loading it. Oh, they didn't finish loading it. We've got, it. like, okay. some cargo. Yeah, but there is cargo that can be loaded. So we got yeah. three options here. We go back and face the Reaper, so to speak, without the job complete. There is something down there making people disappear. We take him with us and we use him as a bargaining tool. Or, I don't think you're going to like this one, we cut shit and run. Sell off the cargo, sell off the ship, and lay low somewhere. Unless you can think of something near my options. It was difficult to find this job as it is. However, even though I'm not alive, I would prefer to continue existing. So I can't disagree. Fair enough. All right. I know I'm not there in the conversation, but yeah. I, if you just got the cargo, it's not like you go back and they'd be like, oh, you're fucked up. Uh, you have done what they've openly told you to do. No, because yeah. we don't have the full shipment. No, no, you you would have the full shipment if you kept, if it was loaded on there. We can't just go down no, there and we load didn't, it. We didn't load it. We didn't load all of it. We loaded some of it and yeah. Yeah. jettisoned the ship after all the ship went happened. Did so, we actually jettison it? Didn't it get did interrupted? Did you jettison? No, I... Well, I, I 
I'll tell Disengaged you. Ask the warden. Moved it. Hey, warden. Warden. Yes, Brandish. As per Captain Jeremiah Dutch's instructions, I disengaged from the base Ypsilon 14 and are keeping a 20 kilometer radius. Yeah, that so can, that that can be rectified. Though. Yeah, it can come back. Yeah, it's not jettisoned into space. No, that's not, no, not jettisoned. That's what they that said. Poor word. I but. don't think we have a chance of loading the rest of our cargo unless we deal with what's happening on the base. I'm not fixing a fix to get the cargo on anyway. So, uh, Brandish, you bend down and look at Dr. Hmm. Ethan, and he... I'm just trying to say, don't don't be like, hmm. oh, we can't return. It's the, that's not exactly true. Yeah. You stare at this person who you you might become... You've seen Kentaro. You've seen now Dr. Ethan where they're weeping this goo. And I'm not going to get your role of fear save because you're... I'm well aware by now. You're well aware by now. We've had multiple opportunities to learn about the shit. (laughs) And you find around his neck is a very technical pair of thermal goggles. Oh. Oh, Those look nice. Yoink those, please. Well, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to... We're going to need to look at the, use those to look at the thing that's invisible that's taking people You're going to need to clean the fucking thing. You clean it, obviously. You wipe it. Yeah. You find, not water, but you wipe it with a cloth. Yeah. And at the same time, Merkaba. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like give it a rinse and I could probably just put it on. I mean, not a rinse, but not you know, a rinse. wipe it down. Wipe it down. Well, you got your helmet on now, don't you? Yeah, but what I'm saying is I can't get more infected. Yeah, that's true. So if I just wear it, it doesn't matter if it's disinfected or not. I had the coolest idea. If you could tell us where it is, the thing that's invisible. Yeah. I wanted to, like, splash something on it to make it visible. And, like, the first thing that I thought of was, like, my milk blood. <laughs> so if I took the nail gun and stigmated myself in their wrists and then just, like, sprayed it with my milk blood. Why not just throw a cup of water some of your on milk it? on their coconuts. Yeah. Okay, so here's what... Do you put them on? Yeah. Okay, you put them on and you press the button. You open your visor... You put on these goggles and you, you and we cut to Dutch and Merkaba standing around the petri dish over the toilet. No, I've gone to go find a cryopod. It's not very far. Like it's a small ship, and there is a cryopod there. And you go to look at it, and you investigate the side of it. All the cables that lead liquid into the pod, the milk is slashed with a scalpel-like instrument. Hmm. So someone has also destroyed the pod. Seeing as I've flown many a ship and done many a missions, yes. I've spent many a time in a crowd pod. Do I know roughly what the chemicals that get pumped into it are? Yeah, it's a synthetic, like, cryo-milk. Yeah. And it's a nutrient-based biological compound that sort of suspends the person and also feeds them and controls waste. It's like a being in a womb. Yeah. It's recycling the body's waste and things like that, supplying oxygen to all the cells. Ah. Very hard to synthesize, but there is this liquid in the ship. It's yeah. just the supply lines have been cut. I'm just wondering whether it's... Whether it's water or whether it's just liquid in general. Yeah, what percentage of it is water? A lot. Yeah, it's yeah, mostly water. water. It's yeah. Yeah. It's I, liquid. I wonder if there's any plumbing supplies on the entire station. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, you know, it's not like we can't... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Merkaba, you're standing over the toilet with this Petri dish. What do you do? Do you cup the water with your hands and stick it in or you just dump it in the toilet? I just drop it. 
you drop it. Hopefully you don't swim away. In the toilet. In the toilet. You you contaminate the water supply. Let me, <laughs> let, me let me continue. You I drop don't think we're going to use this ship. You, you drop we want this, it our ship. You drop the yellow goo within the toilet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's it's done, Josh. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Vego's <laughs> using any water supply to to, to drown me. With <laughs> yeah, but if it's we're, we're testing if it's impervious to water. If it's yeah, if it, if the water doesn't kill it, there's no point using it anyway. Yeah, so sure. either it gets killed by the water or not. So sure. this goo lands on top of the water and just sort of floats, and it almost like ripples and bubbles on its own on top of the water, like it's hydrophobic and less dense than the water. And it's just moving all about the top of the, the bowl where the water is. It's not mixing with the water at all that you can tell. Mm. It's like when you uh, f- flash heat a pan and you drop yeah. a little bit of baby water, water on it. <laughs> yeah. Literally hydrophobic. I'm going to try and like stir the water with it inside. Not with my hand. I'm going to like... I need something the to stir brush. it. The toilet brush. Yeah, I'll take the toilet brush and I'll like agitate the water with you it You bring inside. the toilet brush off... The goo is on there. There's goo clinging to the, the brush. I throw it to the ground. And the goo splatters all over the ground. There's some still in the toilet. There's it's now some on the ground. Oh, no, I thought you meant there was more. What do you mean more? I thought you meant that there was more on the brush. You mean you mean I bring the brush up and the goo's on the toilet yeah. brush? Yeah, some of the goo has attached itself to the brush. Okay, I don't throw it to the ground. Okay, good. It's attached. It's still moving? No. But, so it moves whenever it touches the water, basically. Yeah, the water that's on it also runs off it as well. I'm going to talk on the comms to uh, to Brandish. We cut back to Brandish. Brandish, just as your goggles come on, you get a message from Merkaba. However, around the workspace... Yeah, I'm guessing this is like the invisible creatures in the room with me. Around is- the workspace, you see footprints all around the ship. On the ceiling, on the floor, and around the lab where you are, there are no footprints. But you just see trailing off where Merkaba and Dutch are, these weird, not quite humanoid footprints. Like leading towards with those two? All around the area. Okay. But avoiding the lab that you're in. Avoiding the lab? The lab, yes. You're currently in this small science lab within the ship. Yeah. But through the corridors... Anything special in the lab? Just all the uh, equipment and things like that. Yeah. Um, Can I look for any equipment or things like that? Scanners, all this such stuff? Sure, you find a bioscanner. And you you also find a med kit. And roll a D100 for me. Two. You also find pain pills. And... The communication comes through, Merkaba. It seems totally impervious to the water. It is literally hydrophobic and does not dissolve. What do you mean impervious? The water makes it physically agitate, but has no effect on the structure. Uh, what happens? Does it uh, freak out all inside the water and stuff? or It behaves. Does it bounce off? It behaves much like water does on a hydrophobic surface. It bunches together and slides. Have a job pushing huh. it into the water? Yes. Right. It attached to the toilet brush partially. The rest remained floating on top in one form. I mean, skids are bad, but you didn't need to go and, go and clean it during mid-experiment. 
I also found something, but uh, hang on, I'm gonna dial Dutch in. Dutch. Hello. Uh, those um creatures we can't quite see. Well, the goggles that the doctor has are positive. Hang on, creatures we can't quite see is probably a bit much for how much we know. Yeah, we well we haven't seen. Yeah, all I know, sure. all you have is my testimony that I felt something electromagnetic in the vent. Yeah, he's just yeah, saying yeah. we we don't need to we don't want to assume more than we know yeah, the characters that, know. That, I got got it the first time. Mm-hmm. Fucking whatever that thing is that we can't quite find. Uh, the good thing about these goggles is that it helps me see the footprints of it, I believe, anyway. Sorry, could you repeat that? I found some thermal goggles, and it seems whatever this thing is leaves tracks, which is a good thing. It leaves tracks? Yeah. There are tracks in here with us? Not in the lab. It seems to avoid it. But elsewhere? Well, I mean, you were in the vents. I'm sure it's... Uh, Everyone roll sanity. <laughs> <laughs> You knew it was coming. Oh, thank you, Ella, you beautiful woman. Who's this? The lady that made my dice. And your dice number is Dutch? Uh, now it's 22 on 47. That's a critical success. That's a critical success. You need to be more excited so uh, get a little bonus. Yeah, yeah. So as in the past, our house rule was that you lose a stress. Yeah, boy. Brandish. Oh, I failed. 37 over 20. I'm not a very sane person. Because you said sanity, right? Not fear? Yeah, sanity. Because it's an invisible thing. Yeah. Well, we don't know that it's invisible. Well, that's true. So take a stress? Okay. Yeah, but what? I'm, yeah, well, but also, that the, the point holds true. We don't know that it's invisible. We just know that it leaves tracks. Yeah, true. But they're invisible tracks that can only be seen with a... Well, heat tracks? You yeah. Also, yeah, heat, heat tracks. Yeah, I don't see how that's very scary. I mean... If you've it's ever, got very hot it's, feet. It's, well, then they're non-human. That's yeah. what's scary. And it's also yeah. been in here with us. Oh, oh yeah. Right. And still could be. Recently. <laughs> still could if, be. You, if you've ever used a, a thermal camera, when you put your hand on something, it leaves a thermal print. But that thermal print only lasts a couple of minutes. So uh, that means it's been in here. I rolled a 28 over recently. 25. 28 over 25. Please take a stress, Mr. Merkaba. I'm at 12. Okay. Mm. Um... As I was saying, seems like it's uh, had a good tour of the the facility and it's avoiding this lab. Uh, like the really avoiding this lab. I don't know what's going on. So if you want somewhere safe, in here is a good start. As you explore around a little bit more, you can see other areas the prints aren't apparent, and that is near the washroom and the toilets. Hmm. It's also avoiding the toilet. Yeah, toilet, toilet. Um. Is there like uh, those tubes coming out of the, the tanks and whatnot? Is there a way to to turn them on and sort of splash it around? The cryo tubes. The cryo tubes. Just turn it on and if you sh- try to turn it on, it'll just leak out. Wouldn't it just leak out? Well, it depends on how much force comes out of it, but that's the point. He well, wants to make it. Leak. He, he I want to throw some water around on the floor. Yeah, he wants to purposely make a mess. I want to make like a puddle in and around my room because. Uh, your room? What are you talking about? Where I am right now. I want to make. A, I want to open up the valves and throw some some what? of this fluid shit on the floor around me. So why oh. waste expensive um, resources? Just put yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just Well, it's like a uh, it's like a circle of salt, right? For demons. Yeah. Like if you leave a moist, moist, moist floor around me. I'm just wondering if the 
cryopod would be sophisticated enough to not activate if any damage Well, you do have done. a bottle of water around... No, I'm keeping it. You've got <laughs> Yeah, that, but yeah. you can splash a bit. Uh, not enough. I need more. I need I need a good amount of it. Oh, well, I'm guessing I have to well, get out of there. <laughs> and, and maybe there's a way I can just detach it from the tank and just turn the tank on and just spill all the... Or can you reattach... At that moment. Ah, oh, fuck. And God sent a deluge and it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Over the comms, all of you on the open channel, you hear Sonya's voice screaming. Ah, help! Get, get, get back! Come back quick, please! Everyone roll a fear save. A <laughs> uh, disadvantage. A disadvantage. <laughs> oh, we're way. not in the same room as you. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're all standing next to each other. You no, said. One, no, we're not. He, he's in one room, I'm in another he's room. He's in the and toilet, the other guys I'm in the lab, and he's room. in the cryo chamber area. It's all pretty... It's a ship. It's tiny. You would all be close. You would all be nearby. I'm assuming it's like a, like a line of sight thing. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we went through this before. This is, they we ruled it as a line of When you're in a different earlier. room that's far away, it's ruled as part of the When mechanics. he was in the vents. When I was in the vent, we didn't count it. Yeah. You're within when, 10 meters. But when you're in a separate room, it counts as being far away, does it not? What we said we've well, when that. he was in the vents, we said... 20 meters? No, it doesn't count. The ship isn't that... But you've, you've, ruled, it, you've ruled it in the past that being in an, a separate Anyone room... Anyone close? In a separate room... No, I have not. Let's not do this. Let's just away. all roll for fear. All right. Well, I listened to it on the way in, so... <laughs> Good. That's a year ago, and we do it like What's this. What's a year, Andrew? <laughs> What's a session, Andrew? Let's roll a fear at disadvantage because the android is close by... Let's go. Merkaba. 48 under 89. You pass. I'm fine. No, I failed. How? With a, with a 68. 68? Yeah, I rolled my dice, Over. Andrew, and I got my numbers, and my numbers said I failed. Okay, for the audience? Yeah, 68. Please take a stress. And brandish. 39 under 43. Nice. So you hear Sonya's voice screaming over the comms, and you hear through the umbilical... Would you hear it? You've got your suits on and your visor up? Down. Who's down. You've all got your visors down? Yeah. You don't hear anything. You don't... Yeah. <laughs> we don't hear the sound of the goddamn monster coming back onto the ship. So, what do you do? MK? Should we stick to our original plan? Let's get off this fucking rock. Okay. Right. We can't use this ship. We can float. And then we can take a little spacewalk. We just need to figure out how the fuck we're going to get Brandy off this thing. And Brandy's suit is compromised. He cannot spacewalk. I need duct tape. That's and I'm going to cut it. Through the airlock, down the corridor, walking onto the ship, you see Sonya. You see Ashraf. You see Raya. Sonya's got all blood around her vac suit on the outside. And they all rush in how, to the ship. How big is this tank? What do you mean? These fluid tanks. How big are they? What fluid tanks? The it's, ones for attached to the crowd pods. How it's big internal. It's, it's internal. In, it's yeah, internal. It's the ship. It's pumped in. Fuck. Um. It's something out there. It just, it just took apart Jerome. He just started. We thought it was going to come up the elevator shaft, but it, it came out of nowhere. Jerome, his, his head disappeared out of nowhere. Brap. What, what's going on in here? I need you guys to back up. Well, uh, 
We know that it avoids water, really, really avoids water. So water avoids water. We don't know that. Whatever this thing is. We, we know the slime does. We don't know if the... Well, I do. Oh, no, no, actually, we do. We do. Because I grabbed the shower head and I, it fled. Yeah. yeah. Also, the footprints are avoiding all places with water. That's true. Yeah, right. you've only, you've sort of only just pieced together that there's some creature as well as the goo yes. at this moment. And you've only sort of just come to terms with that. And Sonia has just confirmed that something out of nowhere just took Jerome's head off. And Ashraf is there and Raya is there. Brandy, you have the thermal goggles. Yeah. You see Sonia holding a revolver. You see Ashraf holding the hand welder. And you see Rhea holding like a knife or a, yeah, a knife in her hand. Please, there's something out there. You've got to help us. Are their suits on? Yeah, all their suits are on. Have they got their helmets down? Does it look like they've been scratched up at all? It looks like Sonya's helmet is down, but Rhea, Raya and Ashraf's helmets are currently up. And they're just going, <laughs> Please, let's go! Does any of them look like they've got damage to their suits? Not that you can tell in the moment. Everyone roll for speed. <laughs> Merkaba. Five. Five. You are successful. You will act first. That's the sound of the monster. <laughs> Captain Dutch. I got 25 on 49. Excellent. You will act first. Brandish. Critical success. Ooh. What do you think the best thing can well, be for you? I don't know what's happened yet. <laughs> you don't, but would you have your revolver in your hand as soon as you heard that message? You already got a weapon drawn. It's already loaded. Everything. Sure. Yeah? You can yeah. pick something that you'll be prepared for. All right. Brandish. As soon as he hears that scream, you're just straight away marine training, weapons ready to go and loaded. And the NPCs will go last. What do you all do? You see Sonya, Ashraf and Ree, Raya right there. I'm going to put my hand out and sort of hover my, my right hand over my revolver. Oh God, Ethan's dead? And just say, guys, guys. Was he infected? You need to listen to me. Sonya, you remember those old zombie flicks from back and when? What are you talking about? I need you guys to drop your weapons. What? And we go to the next. Do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'm confused. Like we've only got ten, we've only a few seconds. I'm, I'm just going to try and get them to stop and drop their, their shit. We're not dropping drop our weapons. It's, it's yeah, coming. Why are you going to get them to drop their weapons? Zanya. Brandish. Do you want to do any action? Like we're an initiative. I'm just stopping you after a few seconds of conversation. It doesn't look like Sonya's understands at the moment. I need, to, I need to test you guys, and if you got shit in your hands and you are infected, you're gonna fucking shoot me and I don't want that. Alright, so we go into Brandish. We yeah, do. Also, just another a reminder, we looked at the notes, it says it takes a few hours. Yeah, to go full infected, but you've only been infected for a little bit. And you're already reacting to the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I haven't started shooting you. No, um, I'm not saying they're going to shoot me, but if I well, you go up that. and spray them in the face, they could attack me. And I'll give you about a chron chronological time frame. Okay. Since you've entered the Heracles, probably about half an hour has gone by. That sure. assumes you looking through the notes briefly, testing out the thing and searching the ship. Yeah. So it's about half an hour since you entered. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Brandish. Um, I'm gonna run out. I don't. Have, I don't have time for this fucking testing nonsense. We gotta fight whatever's out there. So, going back into the workspace will take your move and your one thing. You can move far. You can move long distance if you do both of it to run into the area. Yeah. Would you like to do that? Yes, please. All right. I'll go with you. So you. I'm expendable. On the and Merkaba, you run to the airlock. 
and you see through the window, you go through the umbilical that attaches the ship and you see both doors are closed, but you cannot see anything out. What do you want to do? I'm using the goggles. Brandish, you activate your goggles. They were already activated, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just say they've already been on this whole time. And Brandish, through the windows, you'd see this shape moving around outside the airlock in the workspace. What kind of shape? Even though the goggles are on, it's just like this warped heat signature. It's blurry. You can make out what it kind of is, but it's just this strange sort of thing. Roll a sanity as you're witnessing this, please. Merkaba, you don't have to witness anything because you don't know anything's yep, there. I can't see it. I rolled a six. Excellent. Please this is not great. take a that's very, You've done well. That is your turn. Merkaba, that is your turn. Your comms are able to open channel, so we just say you don't have to press the button. You can all be on open channel. And now we go to the NPC's turn. Oh, does the critical also give me one less stress before? Or yes. is that only on... Oh, okay. No, that's fine. You can do that. Brandy, did you see anything? Uh, there's... Uh, thought I saw something go past that they were talking about, but that's it. Sonia, Re and Ashraf's turn are alone with Dutch in the sort of cargo bay of the Heracles. Sonia goes... What happened? I'm sorry. We, we, we need our weapons. It... We need to defend ourselves. This is Jerome's pistol. I grabbed it off his corpse. All right, all right, all right. Look, everything's gone to shit. The professor's dead. I can see. What, what happened? Was he infected? Yes. And they all sort of step back and keep a wide berth. Right. Everyone stand very still. I'm going to pull out my little uh, squirt gun. My little sprispus bottle. Okay. So you are setting that up. But keep in mind, they are all wearing vac suits, except for Ashraf and Ree, who have their helmets up. Mm-hmm. And we move on to the next round. Brandish, that shape moves and disappears. Like evaporates into the ether or moves, moves past away. the window yeah, yeah. and is no longer there. Yeah. And we enter round two. You all go first. What do you want to do? I'm going to walk up to Ashraf. Sure. I'll just uh, close, close your eyes and go. Tsk. And Ashraf recoils back, throws his hands up and goes. Oh, oh. What are you doing, you idiot? I'm fine. There's no, like, insight checks in this. No. No. I'm going to spritz him again. Can't. That's your one thing. Oh, fuck. You want to move? I'm going to, uh... I'm fine, you idiot. There's something out there you should be worried about. I'm going to squirt you in the face and then see you not flinch. (laughs) Well, I've already told these guys what's happening. They know what's happening. (laughs) You knew what was happening. I know. And then? Um, it's kind of it. Do you want to move? I, I'll move on to the Sonya. And okay. just tell her to <laughs> move to pull her helmet up. Uh, it's just water. I'm fine. I'm not infected. Go help your friends. we got to Pull your mask up. No. Because if I don't use this, I'll use this instead. At those words, Sonya brings up her pistol and goes, We're going to need all the bullets we can get. We can't fight each other when something's out there. It exactly. just took out Jerome. So and we cut to Brandish and Merkaba outside the airlock. Merkaba, uh, how technical are you when it comes to making shit? My speciality is primarily in computers. I'm not an engineer. Hmm. I, I have a theory. Water, uh, electromagnetic fields. Is there a way to make some kind of 
short range EMP? I'm not a teamster. Uh, do you know? Maybe we could ask one of the others. Maybe they know something. There's got to be something we can use. I am a hacker, not a scientist. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just would have thought uh, anything to do with electronics. You could just. Kind You've of got a rather more high intellect. You've got a rather more un- mundane, uh, effective EMP destroying object, don't you, Brandish? The grenade. That oh, well, that's that's not an EMP, is it? That's not exactly an EMP, Andrew. It will do the same thing, let's <laughs> face it. What? <laughs> Destroying a computer? Sure. If Destroy- it's, no, I'm not, try- <laughs> I'm not trying to destroy a computer. This thing is, like, incorporeal, though. Yeah. We're wondering if an EMP is going to fuck with its field. It's it's all electromagnetic, so if you hit it with an electromagnetic pulse... Did any of them shoot it? Fuck with yeah, it. Also, with the conductive nature of water, whether that's why it uh, doesn't like it. Yeah. You're not sure. I was I was thinking it earlier, but I didn't want to like. What would you like to do? What did it look like? What was the basic morphology of the organism? Uh, it, it wasn't exactly corporeal. It, it was loose in form. I, I I don't think it's a, a a creature in the sense that we know of creatures. I think it's slightly different. So you didn't see it completely, but you did see it have a rather man-shaped, same sort of height. But did it have three arms? Did it have four? You're not sure. Captain, did any of the crew shoot it? Uh, we tried to, but we couldn't see it. We just shot randomly until it, Jerome, he just disappeared. Okay, next course of action. We have the goggles. We have a marine with goggles. We should try and shooting it to see if that takes it down. Sure. Uh, Captain, if you have anyone that's very technical-based, engineer, uh, electrician, something like that, see if they can get some sort of EMP device or anything close to it. Hmm. We need something with a high electric charge. I just... Yeah. All right. You heard, man. You could probably use the uh, I was thinking the, the welders, the arc welders out in the workspace, mm. but very short range. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm thinking more like a like a fusion reactor, like <laughs> okay, the you, have, reactor. you have ten seconds each round. No, no, no. It's going to take a half minute. No, sorry, I'm just going to build a a, uh, a rudimentary yeah. <laughs> a reactor. You construct a weapon. Look around you. Can you make some sort of rudimentary lathe? <laughs> can you can you make some kind of hadron collider with that thing? What? <laughs> okay, get on the line, guy. So you you still have your action. Yeah. What we should do, Merkaber and Brandish. We're on you still. Uh, is I'm going to make my way back towards the lab and see if I can find a defib and an, and an arc welder. Uh. Sorry, the lab of the Heracles. Back to where we were. Yeah. So you, yeah, you need to be more descriptive. You open the airlock. No. No. What? We're in the Heracles. Where, the where we were, the the ship. The Heracles. We're in the Heracles. We're in the Heracles. Still. Heracles. We were in the Heracles. Isn't that where everyone fled? Yeah, we were to? in the umbilical inside the Heracles. Yes. You're looking through the airlock into the Lipsilon base workspace. Yes. Yeah. But oh, we're still right. So that's where the arc welders would be. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not so, you know the. Yeah. Well, that's prudent information to know before taking action. Yeah, oh, I, I just said that. I thought you said <laughs> it was in the lab. Why wouldn't they be? Why would there be arc welders in the lab? Well, uh, that's what I thought he said. When I no, when not. I hear the words in the lab, I th- assume in the lab. No, there's defibrillators in the lab. Probably. Well, hmm, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I did say I was also looking for defibs. Now that we're all on the same page, are yes. you going into the... I'm, I want to go back to the lab. Uh, sure. No so matter you see, what, I want to go back to the lab. You see Dutch Wait. just in front of Sonia with a spray bottle. Brandy, hand me the goggles. I'll keep watch. Good idea. Sure. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll stay at the window. You deal yeah. with this issue. So you make it about halfway, Brandish, and next turn you can make it the full way. Merkaba, you use I'll your action my, to put on the goggles. Yep, I'll take my helmet off, put the goggles on. Yep. And 
we go into the NPC's turn. Yes. So, Sonia stands back from your Dutch and just has the revolver loosely pointed at you and the other hand up saying, Look, it's very stressful. Just calm down. I'm not infected. Look. And she pops up her... Look, if it, if it, if it will make you happy... She pops up her visor. And next round, you can spray her. Re-do re, the same thing. Oh, you've already got your helmet up. Anyway, just submit to the spring. And we on to round three. Stop resisting! Stop <laughs> resisting! So it is round three, top of the round. Anyone can go first. You may jump in when you're ready. Spritz. Okay. Sonia stares at you in the eyes and does not flinch a bit. Right. Put she just gives you a death down. stare. Put it back down. And I'll move to re... And let's say if you, you if you're just turning, I'll let you do it again because you're just sort of, it's a low action thing. Re is sprayed. She Rich. flinches a little bit, but just sort of wipes it off with her hand. Are you happy? Yeah, that be enough. <laughs> Brandish, you make your way back now, and you are staring at this thing. What do you say to each other? They're clear. Fuck! I weep for this ship. I'm going back to find a defib. Cool. You I just keep going. Yeah, you go to the medical kit. And I'm looking through the window. You look through the, the goggles. Window. I just like that I'm canonically a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> a few seconds go by. Merkaba, you're staring intently at this window of the airlock. I'm gonna mutter Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to try and... And initiative ends. Book of Hebrews. Uh, Sonia, so... What we managed to gather so far is... There's a yellow goo, as we all know. Incredibly hydrophobic. Though, we've discovered the water doesn't actually kill it. It just don't like it that much. What? The water doesn't work? It just pisses it off. It doesn't like it. Why'd you have us set up that sheet and get the hose... Ha- sit there with the hoses? Well, we didn't know that at the time. <sighs> okay... Now, the other big thing we discovered, there's, uh... What's going on? Is it still out there? Another sort of being that we can't see. I've lost sight of it. It seems to be some kind of fuzzy image, but, uh, we can see it with thermal cameras. Okay, thermal cameras. We don't, we don't have anything like that on the base. Well, that's what took Jerome, is whatever the fuck that is. Okay, that, I don't, that doesn't make any sense, but yes, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, look, we're, we're just as lost as you are in all of this. Now, Brandish, you already looked through the, the ship and you found the bioscammer, the pain pills, and there was one more thing I believe I said. Was it the med kit? Yeah. Yeah, med yeah. kit. Med you, kit, bioscanner, pain kit. You don't see defibrillator. What are you, what are you looking for? A defib. Uh, we've got one in the medical bay, in the workspace. How well, how's all your armor going? How, is everyone's vac suit still intact? Yeah, none of us were hit. Ashraf, you okay? I'm fine, I'm fine. Do you guys you? reckon you could take a spacewalk? <clears throat> Excuse me? A spacewalk. A s- go into outer space? That's what a spacewalk is. What, what are you talking about? Look, that shit's <laughs> on the station, but it's not in here. I'm saying we cut our losses and get the fuck out of here. On what? On my ship. But to do that, okay, we're gonna have to spacewalk. As do you in, have mag boots? Well, vac suits come fit with mag boots. No, they do not. Yeah, they, you you've said they did. I have never said they did. And your equipment list that you have access to does not have that on board. Fucking 
So don't assume. Ask first. I thought the back suits had mag boots. I remember this back being Back suits a include the following. Short-range comms, headlamp, and radiation shielding. That is what they contain. I, I, I don't think that's going to work if you have your ship. We've got to get to the other docking bay. We can't go out into space. We don't have any... We don't have any... Look, we drift off mobile from units. The, we drift off from the station, and we can hook the ship up to this ship. What? Well, you can, can you dock f- ship to ship. Can you fly this thing? We don't have to fly. We just drift. Now, Doug, I've told you this over Discord. You're in a docking bay. Yeah. And you're clamped to the docking bay's floor. Yeah. How are you going to just drift? Oh, unclamp the, the ship. We're going to have to unclamp yeah, the ship. You're in a docking bay of yeah. an asteroid. Oh, then why we got umbilicals attached to the rest? I'm confused now. Why why is there an umbilical between the ship because it's not a sealed station. it's not a sealed bay. Yeah. You land on a pad that's enclosed in a sort of a cavernous area and the airlock attaches via an umbilical to the air, other airlock right. so and the, seals up. But so it's the lab is that on a different ship? Yeah, it's or is that heritage. just a room that's so attached when you're to the saying, out there? When you're saying lab, do you mean the lab on the Heracles? The lab on the Heracles? And the Heracles is a ship, ship yes, right? True. So can the ship be undocked and drift into space? No, it would drift into the docking bay side. If you haven't got propulsion, there's no way to maneuver out of the bay. And does the Heracles have zero propulsion? Well, you would have to well, fly it. We're going to be... It's, it's not going to be a clean cut. It's going to be a... a like an emergency cut from our end. So there's going to be... I think what Andrew is saying is... To, rapid decompression. If you drift, you will hit something and yeah. it will damage the ship. But so you need to fly it. Well, you, you're a pilot. Yeah, I have a pilot. You've got pilot so skill. fly the ship. But that's, the ship's not going to fly, apparently. Unless... What? Well, I'll give it a... I'll, I'll go up to the fucking cabin area and see if so I can turn it So, Warden, will the ship fly if he flies it? You go up to the cockpit. Yeah. And you turn everything on. And it turns on, mm-hmm. all the things light up, and the lights come on, and the docking bay is illuminated in front of you. You can see all the rock on the side, and you need, you know, you're a pilot, you need to enter your access codes to register you as a pilot and begin the disembarking procedure and be able to fly. The I have the hacking skill. Yeah. And Merkaba, we cut back to Merkaba, just standing in front of this airlock, looking into the workspace still. Yeah. You have no idea what's going on. Oh, is it on open comms? Yeah. Yeah. You hear all this going on, and you hear Dutch just saying, I need the access code. need the access code. the ship. Shay? Right. Captain, I believe I can be of some assistance. I have some proficiency when it comes to hacking computers. Well, that's fucking beautiful. All right, Re, swap with MK. Keep those goggles on and keep an eye out for this fucking thing. MK, get your ass up here. Well, you want me to do it? Just, yeah. I don't want to do it. All you're going to do is stand by a door and watch. Ash, Sonia says to Ashraf, Ashraf, you you go do it, please. I mean, just... I don't trust Ashraf, Sonia. Why? I sprayed him and he reacted. What, you don't trust me? I'll spray him again. And he holds... Everyone, Stop doing that! Everyone panic. <laughs> everyone roll... Because of the frustrating he, argument. He, he reacted when I sprayed him. Not a panic. Roll a stress. Roll, uh, would it be oh. fear? Let's say fear, because you're all like holding weapons. Yeah, let's roll fear. Everyone roll fear. At disadvantage. <laughs> no, Merkaba. Wait, 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 wait. Merkaba is far away. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So normal. Okay. Normal. Yeah. 
Brandish. 32 under 43. You are fine. Dutch? 41 on 42. <laughs> that was fucking close. Holy crap, that's the closest <laughs> you can get without failing. <laughs> Let's see you a bit thematically. Uh, guys, you have to do my fear. What? Why? Uh, my fear save is 89. Oh. I rolled 98. Oh. oh. No, you don't get... Uh, yeah, I get I I get fear saves. I get adva- I get lots of fear points. Does he have to roll a fear save if he's not in the area? Why are you having to roll? Subject to the hear, argument because I can hear them talking in open comms. It's up to you if you want to. Well, this game is getting boring, so I want to. <laughs> okay, my stress <laughs> we, is now thirteen. Yeah, we're dragging a lot of stuff out. All right. So, uh, as Ukji was just going to say, I've got a bio scanner. We don't have to keep trading shit here. Uh, Ashraf, Rhea, whoever, take this bio scanner. And hold it up to the door and just keep an eye for anything going past. Okay. I don't think the entity is strictly biological in nature. Well, we got to try something. You fire it up, the bioscanner, and you all crowd around it. Bloop, bloop, bloop. 100 meters in all directions. Well, I'm still looking. And you're still looking. You discover within 100 meters... That's too many. Five life signs detected. Five. It's too many life signs. It's not a voice, but it's just a. Uh, is the five us? No, it's it's there's five of us. What? But I'm not a life sign. Yeah, MK doesn't count. Remember? Yeah, there's five, not including. Yeah, five, not including me. So that does should that, be. Does so, that check out? Yeah, that checks out. Ashraf, Dutch, Brandish, Sonia, Re, five. Yeah. Okay. So you are all cramped in this small research vessel. The goo doesn't come up. The goo? What do you mean? Like the yellow stuff that's on the in the toilet and in the lab doesn't it register as alive. No, there's only five signals. Oh, yeah, cool. What's that the, you can see doesn't yeah. seem to be like the same as us anyway. Okay, so you know there's goo. Yeah. In this room. So we know it doesn't register. And you know the goo isn't registering. Yeah. So the monster probably doesn't register either. Someone has to keep watch. I'm gonna try and work on forcing my way through the. Access codes. Do you give Ashraf the goggles? I'll give Ashraf the goggles. I'll, oh, hold on. No, I won't give Ashraf the goggles. <laughs> hold on. Pa- pass me those. I'll give, Okay, I'll give Brandish the goggles. I'll be right back. You guys, uh, if need be, I'll, I'll call out something. And then quietly to Mukaba. Mm-hmm. Secret channel? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just be prepared to leave without me, okay? All right, Brandy. All right. Brandish, where are you going? I'm going onto the base. And I'm going to run okay. until I find a defib or a welder. Okay. Something that's going to disrupt some kind of electric field or current. Brandish, geared with your revolver. Yep, that too. And if I see the thing, I'm shooting it. And but goggles on. Yep, and turned on. I'm not just wearing... You walk towards the airlock, through the umbilical, out of the ship of the Heracles, to the airlock of the Ypsilon-14. You press the button. First door opens. You step into the airlock. Cool. On the comms. Always on the comms. On the comms to Mokabim. Get going. All right. I'm going to go up to the, the, the terminal on the Heracles and see if I can... Brute force, the access code. So I will give you two options, Merkaba. Mm-hmm. You can try to hack in and get the command codes to fly this vessel automatically 
in 1d5 hours. Mm-hmm. Or you can attempt to roll your hacking skill to try to expediate this process. Okay. However, if you fail, the ship will go into security mode and all command codes will be revoked. What's your role? My role would be... Plus your hacking. Plus my hacking. Intellect 59 plus 15, so 74. But I just failed a fear save over 89. So it's a 33... No, 36% chance of failure. You can try my oddly uh, persuasive dice if you want. I'm going to use my dice, come on. Why don't you just automatically do it? I can just... 1D... 1D5 hours. 1D5 hours. Can I roll the 1D... You can, but just talk, no talk to your players. Talk to your players. It's a D10 double. Oh, D10 roll. Um, talk to your players. Well, what difference... If that? the doors are capable of keeping this thing out for the whole time, that's not a problem. Yeah. If they're not capable of There's doing no rush. it, then it's a problem. There's no rush. The big rush is is how long MK, how long Brandy, Brandy has. If something... Well, he's out there, so it doesn't matter. If something happens where you're like, oh, I think it's coming on the ship, I would then try and brute force it no matter where you're yes, at in the progress. correct. All right. So I'll do the 1d5 hours. Just roll low. Here we go. Roll a d10. Yes. Single digit ones. Seven. So Seven? Three. So three hours. You, Shit, shit, shit. That should have been a secret roll for me to oh. make. But... We'll, get, we'll roll with it. Let's just roll again. I just don't say it. Just roll I again. estimate three hours. I'll just roll again, but do it a secret roll for yourself. Okay, sorry about that. I haven't even got a dice out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It was meant to be like, you don't know when you're going to be successful, but you like, yep. you can like, estimate. Rolls a one. Oh, you, you just got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, one hour. If I'm not very careful, I could lock myself out of the system, so it's going to take hang on, a few it's not hours. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm second dealing with dice. It might take an hour hang or on. more. <laughs> Almost there. It might Almost take an hour there. or more. Just R2. We'll let, you do, we'll let you do your roll, and then he can have his little... Because it's going to take at least one hour. Okay, John. So it's a D5 hours. Yes. And I will roll it in private. Yes. And we'll just see what happens. Yes. Here we go. Okay. I have the role. And yep. you begin, Merkaba, you begin hacking into this thing. Just taking your time, making sure to not set off any security lockout. Yep. You all good there, MK? If I do it carefully, there should be no risk of locking out, but it might take me over an hour. Chop that. And we cut to Brandish, his hand on the airlock button going into the workspace. The door closes behind you. You are now in the middle of safety and outright danger. What do you do? As any other good Marine does, his duty. I'll go out. (sighs) And you step out into the workspace. And I steal myself for a second. All right, let's do this. And I run to the, the medical bay or wherever the, the, the closest between the arc welder or the defibrillator is. and You go running into the workspace. Mm-hmm. And I've got a grenade by my Shit. side as well. Shit. I'll just tell the listeners and all of you, luckily nothing has eventuated. All your speeds are a disadvantage because you're in these suits. So please remember that next time. Mm-hmm. I knew I should have said that, but luckily nothing bad happened. So, Brandish, you run past 
the body of Jerome, mutilated. Do you turn away or do you just, you've seen this kind of wound before? It looks like someone got blown up and I've seen that shit. You see this man in a vac suit where his head should be is just a circular perfect cut. Like some sort of... Like in the mask? Like a No, the head is gone. Yeah, but you said perfect circular cut. Yeah, so the meaty bit that's left, it's like no instrument you've ever seen that can cut things. It just looks like disappeared. It's like he was hit by a cold laser. Yeah. It's like he just... Sure, so like at the neck, it's like a perfect circle on the neckline? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. You know yeah. when, you, when you see someone like get teleported in half? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fine. I was trying to figure out which way. I was like, is the circle this way, this way? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? What circle? Okay. And you run to the bottom of the workspace. You see the cramped corridors going through to the quarters and the mess. And you begin looking around. And you find a welder in the corner attached like a mobile hand welder. Mm. All right. Well, I'm- no, Sorry. Ashraf had a hand welder on him, but you see the arc welders that Wait are attached. Wait a minute. For fuck's Wait sakes. a minute. I told you this, so don't bring it on me to bring it up. He's got a small hand welder, a handheld welder. When, when did you say that? A long time ago, the start in the episode. <laughs> uh, on not this episode though. Yeah, the episode that we're in. When <laughs> when Ashraf and Sonia had a hand, I said this. Sonia has a handgun. Ashraf has a yeah. has a welder, and Re has a scalpel, a so, knife. Yeah, we, we okay. about- So when I said I'm going back to the lab, I'm looking for a welder an or a arc welder is two points to like industrial welding, not like a handheld short fixer. Right. That's so what this is, so it doesn't do anything different. Okay, hand welders. Because all I said was I was looking for a welder or yeah. a defib when I was back inside the Heracles. Sure. If but- I saw him with one, I would have been like, "Give me that." Okay. And he would have said, no, it's mine. So hand now, welders that Ashraf was holding... Probably would have punched him, that's ...is the following. It does D10 damage. It can cut through airlock doors rather slowly. And it is adjacent range. Okay. From a thematic point of view, how do they work? Because how, how do you I'm think looking they work? For, well, I'm looking for something that will fuck with a, a, an electric field. So I don't know. Definitely not. Is it, It's not an arc welder. So if it's a hand welder, it's probably like... The, it's probably like fire based. Butane, right? possibly. It'll yeah. be like a butane, so it's not electric. Because it doesn't have a big bat. It doesn't say it has a big battery pack or needs charging. So. Yeah, so it'll be sure. a butane welder. So, but mostly oxyacetylene. Oh, so it's got a big yeah, tank of gas. gas anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a big tank of gas on it. As opposed to being electric. So the arc welders, are they. They're attached in- to the base power supply, very powerful. Okay, thank God we resolved yeah. that. Okay. Do they have like a battery system where you can take them away from the power station and use them independently? You tell me, Doug, what would they have? You think so? It's the future. I, it's I, space. I, I'm trying to ask a question. Guys, what's a flash grenade? <laughs> Guys, sorry. I really want to finish my question. Okay. Yes. The arc welders, are yes. they in two parts? You said there were two elements. Do you know how an EMP works? An EMP? Yes. Like people... It creates a charge and releases it. How does that work? How do you do that in the world? How do you think that you can do that within a short amount of time to make an EMP pulse, which would be a very dangerous thing to do, how would you go about making this, do you think? So when I was asking about defib or anything that might have an electric generating field... Yes. And you brought up the arc welders... Yeah, to electrocute something? Yeah, so it, what I'm saying, how it works, does it just generate a high amount of electricity at its tip? Yes. Okay. 
Thank you. As far as an EMP, it would have to be something that can store and release the charge. In a weaponized way. Yeah. yeah. So it would have to be something that holds the current until it is released. Either way, uh, the defib will be uh, a great one, I think. Yeah, what I thought you were doing is looking for something that can deliver a rather large electric shock. Either in a close or long range. I don't don't care what the range is. Preferably long range. Preferably long range. Long range is great. So you probably won't be able to get it long range, but definitely adjacent. But like if I was to like use it like a taser, would it try and would it would it generate a high electric charge? Yeah, I'd in say that so. area. I'd say so. The arc welder specifically and the defibrillator yeah, will so deliver a one if, shot charge. Yeah. yeah, if I'm if I'm with the arc welder, I will pick up the arc welder now that we're through that conversation. <laughs> and I will go looking for the defibrillator and I'll go pick that up. Can I just say we've now finally got a cool image for this uh, module? Because like um the image of freaking Ukti Brandish with thermal goggles holding an electric welder in one hand and like a defib in the other hand with his like teeth clenched is all, all I'm picturing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. So I pick up the arc welder and I keep moving to look for the and, defib. And? And? Do you want to be clear on something? And then? You've got the goggles on and your visor's down or up? Oh, that's a great question. I have no idea. What do you think? I wouldn't have... I would have been in too much of a hurry to put it down. So you hear something coming okay. from the corridor in the mess. Okay. And then I look. And, and you hear this sound. That was very good. And we'll see you next week. Sorry, that's the word drops. And we'll see you next week. Holy crap. That was part three of Nobody Wake the Bugbear Presents The Haunting of Ypsilon 14. The pamphlet adventure written by D.G. Chapman with layout by Sean McCoy for the Mothership Sci-Fi Horror RPG published by Tuesday Night Games. The VTT map was adapted by me based off the original map and is available for free in the link provided. The music in this episode has been provided by our very own John... Thank you very much, John. As well as tracks by Alexander Nakarada, as always, from SerpentSoundStudios.com. Other sound effects and music have been sourced from freesound.org using the Creative Commons license. This episode was made possible by our generous Patreon supporters. Thank you all for your continued support. We really appreciate it. Thank you, bearded tit. Thank you, bearded tit. Thank you, everyone. For the audience, if you like what we do and want to keep the Mothership content flowing, please consider joining us on patreon.com slash nwtbpodcast. You can also support us for free by checking out our socials and leaving a review or comment at nwtbpodcast and at nwtbugbear for our Twitter. If you would like to win one of the fantastic prizes, just like us, follow us, write a review on either our Facebook, Podbean or Twitter accounts or on the YouTube video itself. And in true Mothership style, I will make a table of the names and roll at random until all the prizes are won. After that, I will PM or email you for your shipping details and I will pass it on to Tuesday Night Games. The giveaway will be drawn on the 24th of April. Good luck. Thank you all for listening and we will see you in space.
Let us begin. The <coughs> you can lean back. Uh, it's styled. The sequel is styled much like we're seventeen minutes in the Alien sequels. It's actually called the Haunting of Epsilon's fourteen. Epsilon's multiple. Much like how Aliens is equal to Alien. I like to believe Merkabird's like Android. this is all gone. I'm just <laughs> doing my line, and then we're starting. I picked up the pamphlet adventure. The Haunting of Ypsilon 14. The iconic. Isn't it? 14. The iconic. All right, don't mumble. Let me do it again. You're a sensitive man, but not in the hearing aspect. What? Yeah, I missed where you're going. Yeah, with you that. missed my bit. Anyway, we'll move on. You can <laughs> listen to it later. We'd like to give a. We'd like to. We'd. 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 Break it down. All right, let's go. We'd like. We'd like to give. We would all like to give a special. <laughs> I just had it. Weird. Come on. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> As I was saying, I like to believe that Merkaba is Android 19, the unknown android from Dragon Ball Z. Wow. <laughs> Vibrate off, please. <clears throat> How else am I going to get off? So you found your arc welder. Yeah. And you found... So I didn't know you brought it up for the sake of trying to create a, an object. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, you definitely can't make an EAP bomb from just household materials. It's like a... Well, you, you can if you know how, can. but... No, how? None of us have got <laughs> jury rigging. I've got um, industry, uh, industrial equipment. Yeah, but I just... I, you know, I don't know what an EMP bomb would be, would look like, and how it would work. Sure, it would be a tightly round coil that would have the capacity to, like, push button, release whatever charge. Mm. It would just keep generating charge. It, sure. Positively... It, pos it positively energizes the air. Yeah. Um, it like turns the ions positive sure. within amongst the air, which then how does it happen around these days? What is it? Uh, sun. You can do it electronically. Yeah. Uh, nuclear blast. Hence why I was saying fusion, um, because I imagine being in the future there'd be some sort of fancy fusion shit right next to it. Let me just check. Yeah. Like within meters? Uh, no, like a. Like a, what is that? Uh, you Workspace can get a generator, amount. massive generator sits in the room. Massive generator would do it. Yeah, you got the electricity. The problem you'd is have to contain the current within the generator itself instead of distributing mm. it, and then you'd have to have it a, a way of releasing that it current. It just sounds like hours suddenly. of work, that's what I mean. It's just going to fuck the ship up. Yeah, it just sounds like hours. Anyway. Yeah, you would have, yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, I would do the outro. Yep. What, darling? Whoo! The sun um, does it. The sun's a big EMP. That, that could, could have been that could have yeah. been messy. Um, I don't know how you release the charge from a technical engineering standpoint. I you don't know how blow you up the generator. If it's a nuclear fission, it's not. Uh, uh, you would just blow it the outside, fuck up. Outside of outside of blowing it up with a fusion reactor. Yeah. No, but what I what what you've said isn't actually entirely wrong because uh, what you, it's it's anything that can produce gamma radiation. Andrew, do you want to do it? You can, can turn yes, into an EMP. When people as, stop. As was. <laughs> outro. Oh, here we go. Yeah, go for the outro. With layout by Sean McCoy for the mother... What? I've, I'm just sitting here doing fuck you, you and Howard, I heard it. The pamphlet invent... Give it a spray. Unfortunately, I gotta go to the toilet right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we pause. Pee on me.